Seat and Shrine Prayer Line. This is Karen. Asking for someone's prayers can be a really difficult and vulnerable thing to do. If we ask for prayers at all, it's usually to a close friend, a family member, someone we know or trust. But the truth is that we need the prayers of others, oftentimes more than we realize, especially now, as we near the end of a second full year of a worldwide pandemic. A lot of resources, I think, they're, we all know, oh, I can go here if I need help. Oh, I can call this person if I need help. Um, but we rarely do, I think, um, and that's probably for a lot of different reasons. This is Becca Corbell. She coordinates evangelization efforts at the historic National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Maryland. But the fruit, the benefit of reaching out in community and relationship, I think is way outweighs any awkwardness at first of calling someone to ask them to pray for you. When Becca talks about calling someone to ask them to pray for you, she's not talking about calling a family member or a close friend, although you could do that too. Becca's talking about a prayer hotline she helps to coordinate at the Seton Shrine. It's exactly what it sounds like. If you need prayers, you can call the hotline and a dedicated team at the Seton Shrine will take your call and talk with you and pray with you. The Seton Shrine launched the hotline in March 2020, the very beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. It had always seemed to them like an interesting project, and the timing seemed right. It may come as a surprise to you, but the hotline has been really successful so successful that it still continues today. This week on the program, we'll talk more with Becca about the Seton Shrine's prayer hotline and the power of community and intercessory prayer. You're listening to CNA Newsroom, the podcast that brings you the people behind the headlines. I'm your host, Jonah McKeown. Back in March 2020, the Seton Shrine closed to the public and suspended public masses due to the coronavirus pandemic. Staff who would normally give tours of the shrine or work in the office moved their work home. And the shrine had two big problems to solve. How could it keep its staff on payroll and continue furthering its mission to evangelize? A prayer hotline had been a pipe dream at the shrine for many years. Becca said March of 2020 seemed like the perfect time to give it a shot. Everyone is stuck at home. Everyone has a lot of concerns that could be taken to prayer. And we have staff that are all good, faithful people. And so kind of two birds, one stone, we started this ministry and then kind of learned as we went. The Shrine advertised the prayer hotline online. Calls started rolling in. To help spread the word, the Shrine also started making cold calls to people who had participated in masses or different events throughout the years. Becca said the cold calls were met with a lot of skepticism at first. That is the first thing. The first hurdle for us to jump is we're not selling something. You don't have to sign up for something. This isn't a hidden thing of, you know, oh, we'll pray for you if you yada yada. Like once you get over that hurdle and you say, no, 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 this is like totally free. We're just calling people just to like, see how you're doing, pray with you. The number of times that someone says, no way, I literally just got off the phone with someone that needs prayer, or I just found out that my daughter has COVID, or I just whatever, like, that is where we're reminded like, oh, the Lord is using this prayer line, because the timing we could never foresee. 
The shrine also spread the word about the hotline through flyers and business cards distributed at parishes, nursing homes, libraries, and low-income areas. Really just kind of guerrilla marketing, trying to get the prayer line phone number out there, as well as calling people and praying with them. And now we have relationships, too, with people that call us a couple times a week or every day even, um, and we pray with them and just are a friend to that, to a lot of them, so... Yeah, it's, it's growing organically. It's, it's really cool. The Shrine hosted trainings for staff about discernment in their conversations on the prayer hotline and about the intersection of faith and mental health. As you might imagine, though, answering phone calls is not everyone's cup of tea. Our staff is really incredible. They are just so great at building relationships. They're very faithful people. They're very personable people. But when it comes to doing it over the phone, that's a unique skill set. And it takes a lot of energy for some people to build a relationship over the phone. So when the shrine reopened, some staff members returned to their pre-pandemic roles, giving tours or doing administrative work. Seminarians from the nearby Mount St. Mary's Seminary have also started helping out with the prayer hotline as part of their formation. So it was interesting to see the Lord kind of show who, who should be where. And it's really good experience for guys discerning religious life to talk to people that are hurting, um, to talk to people that are lonely and isolated. Um, So we usually do have them spend some time on the prayer line, learning those skills and just experiencing, you know, the heart of Christ in these people. This year alone, the Seton Shrine has recorded nearly 3,000 incoming calls and more than 1,000 outgoing calls. Becca believes the hotline has been so successful in part because its launch coincided with the pandemic, when a lot of people were forced to look inward for the first time in a long time. I work on the prayer line, but I also am in charge of all the sacramental life here at the Shrine. And especially during the closure, um, we were pretty quick to have outdoor mass as soon as we were allowed and outdoor confession as soon as we were allowed. And being the person that sits in the golf cart and tells people, you know, how to work the line for confession and stuff, I would meet people that hadn't gone to the sacraments in 40, 50 years and were coming back because they realized, oh my gosh, you know, I could die any day, which is true all the time, but I feel like COVID was a great mercy for us to remember the importance of the spiritual life. As we all kind of sift through what COVID has brought up in our hearts, in our minds. I I really do think the pandemic was a a real opportunity for mercy from the Lord um, for us to see where we're lacking, uh, where we need help, where we need His grace, where we need the sacraments. Hi. My name is Luke Coppin. I'm the Europe Editor for Catholic News Agency, based in England. Catholic News Agency has bureaus across the globe, one on nearly every continent. From my base here in the UK, I oversee our coverage of the Vatican and the Pope. When I'm not editing stories, I enjoy listening to CNA Newsroom, because with its bold and imaginative storytelling, it takes me beyond the headlines and into the lives of extraordinary Catholics in the United States and elsewhere around the world. If you like what you hear on CNA Newsroom, please subscribe to the program on your favourite podcast app. It's available for free on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and many others. To subscribe, simply open your phone's podcast app, 
search for CNA Newsroom and tap subscribe. And please, when you subscribe, leave us a rating and a review. And now, sit back and relax, pour a cup of tea, and enjoy the rest of the programme. The prayer hotline currently shares the same hours as the museum and visitor center at the Seton Shrine, 10 to 5, Monday through Friday. Becca said her team hopes to eventually make the prayer hotline available seven days a week. What's clear is that the prayer hotline has been a success, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. To me, the success is when people feel they're not alone and they feel like they have a friend. So there are plenty of people that we've cold called, hi, let me explain this thing to you. And it's been perfect timing. And we've said, you know, oh my gosh, you have a doctor's appointment that you're going to today. You know, give us a call back. We'll be praying. We'll pray a rosary for you right now. Once I hang up the phone, I'm going to pray a rosary. And we do. And we put their name at Mother Seton's altar. And then they call us back the next day and say, oh my gosh, praise God. Good news. I just have to do this and this. Becca shared one story of a man who called the prayer hotline. The call was routed to Becca's phone, which was unusual. She took the call. The man updated Becca on his life. He had called the hotline a few times in the past, so Becca knew his story. As their conversation slowed, the man asked if he could pray for Becca. And so he started praying for me and interceding for me, which I really needed in the moment. And it was so humbling and beautiful of like, that they feel the camaraderie, not only for us to pray for them, but they pray for us. They remember our names, and it's it's really mutual. And that, especially being in ministry for so long, that is really important to remember that, like, it's not us being better than these people and giving them some gift. It's a relationship. That's what Christ taught us is the ministry of relationship. And so for us to receive as much as we give, you know. In a lot of cases, a phone call is just the start of a person's interaction with staff at the Seton Shrine. Staff will often mail the person a handwritten note and a prayer card of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, or a saint related to the person's prayer request. Just kind of staying in touch and giving them that support that they can continue that prayer with us on the phone, but also at home, or they can give that prayer card to their friend. And it's just, it's a really beautiful ministry of encouragement and a ministry that Becca believes furthers the work of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, the Shrine's namesake. Elizabeth Ann Seton really is the patron saint of America and a woman that can speak to a lot of what we're going through in this country. Um, You know, civil unrest, quarantine, isolation, illness, family life, like just she speaks to a lot. But then we've seen, I think everyone probably would agree that We've seen an uptick in people that are concerned, that are anxious, that are fearful about any number of things, especially since the pandemic. So we just feel that it's part of our mission to help spread some camaraderie, to help speak hope into people's lives, but just to let them know they're not alone, that someone is there, that someone cares for them. And that we're praying for them, that, you know, Mother Seton's intercession is real. That's what Mother Seton strived to do with everyone she encountered. And so we're just kind of using a device that she didn't have, which is, you know, the phone to 
encourage people and let them know they're not alone. It takes a lot of guts to participate in something like this prayer hotline. Like I said earlier, it's difficult to be vulnerable, especially with people who are essentially strangers. But Becca encouraged everyone to consider it. A lot of resources, I think they're, we all know, oh, I can go here if I need help. Oh, I can call this person if I need help. But we rarely do, I think. Um, and that's probably for a lot of different reasons. But to kind of take away any any shame of asking for prayer, asking for intercession or help, and really it's just a friend on the other line um, that you don't know. And that can be scary. It can be intimidating for people. But the fruit, the benefit of reaching out in community and relationship, I think is way outweighs any awkwardness at first of calling someone to ask them to pray for you. You can find more information about the prayer hotline at seatonshrine.org or by visiting the Seton Shrine's pages on Instagram and Facebook. The Shrine also offers flyers or cards to hand out in your own parish and community to help spread the word about the hotline. CNA Newsroom is a production of Catholic News Agency and a service of EWTN News. I'm your host, Jonah McKeown. I produce and edit this show with the help of our executive producer, Kate Oliveira. A very special thank you to Becca Corbell and to the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth and Seton. Happy Epiphany. We'll see you next time.